if I could describe this, it looks like a bumpy cucumber <laughs> attached to a chew toy oh. for a toddler. <laughs> You actually don't need to share your opinion if it's a horrible opinion. You can just be quiet. Something I struggle with all the time. Okay. I'm going to send you a tweet, and you can't pre-read it. I just want you to read it. Okay. And just to preface... Remember that thing that was going around, that guy talking about his kissing his wife's feet? Yes. Uh, We never talked about that on the show, but it sent me down like a rabbit hole through that account. And I just, I found this tweet and it's not a popular account or anything, but it made me laugh so hard and I've been saving it for (laughs) weeks, for weeks. I'm going to send it to you and then we're going to go from there. Don't pre-read it. Just read it. Okay. Okay. Can we... Here do, it comes. Can we do a countdown before I read it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Here it comes. I was a little worried that it was going to be the Union Seminary tweet. No, about, <laughs> it's <laughs> not. <laughs> shout out to, uh, while I'm waiting for this to arrive, shout out to Nate Claiborne for putting that in my feed. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, Union Seminary confessing to plants. So good. All right, so just read this straight Just read up. it, yep. All right, let me f- pull it up. God greatly used our president, Kevin Broyhill, to stir our hearts in chapel this morning as he preached a challenging and helpful message entitled, Just, uh, Casey, just, <laughs> <laughs> just any old bush will do, <laughs> from Exodus 3, <laughs> the Lord <laughs> met with us. <laughs> Oh, man. Is that the best sermon title you've ever heard? Just any old bush will do. I'm not done, though, because you know I'm going to take this further. I'm, I'm waiting. Go for it. So we've done inappropriate CCM song titles. Okay. Yes. Go on. And I was just inspired that I could probably make up some inappropriate sermon titles. Oh, man. Based on popular Bible stories. I am very excited for this. I'm just going to kick back. I have five. (laughs) Okay. Go on. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go. Okay. Suddenly all wet, Moses strikes the rock. <laughs> when three hot men aren't enough, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> Your small stones can still do wonders, David and Goliath. <laughs> Wet this wood, Elijah and the prophets. Oh, come on. <laughs> How pleased were you with yourself when you came up with that one? Oh man, the last one's the best. Okay. Ready? <laughs> I'm ready. I don't even know if I'm gonna let you leave this in. Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> don't eat that. <laughs> 
Pussy. God shuts the lion's mouth. <laughs> That's so bad. That's so bad. I workshopped most of those on Danny. He enjoyed it. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) If if you're new to the show, when we when we have a really inappropriate joke, we will we will run it through the spouse test. Yeah. And tell our spouses and see if it's okay to put on the show. Yeah. So, are you? <laughs> I was wondering if you were quick enough to be able to come up with some of your own oh, right man. on the spot. But if not, I'm going to challenge you to come back with some. <laughs> I, I feel like we have to prove after our last episodes that we have actually read the Bible. <laughs> we were we were a little bit <laughs> like. <laughs> Showing our lack of scholarship. <laughs> with uh, some... It was. I think it was very on brand because we were pulling uh, obscure Bible uh, facts out, but also bungling like basic details of Bible stories at the same time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I just did not come prepared at all. I'm like, there's that verse, and I know there's a verse about it, but I didn't even bother to look it up beforehand. So yeah. Anyways, <laughs> there's my challenge. Come back next time with some inappropriate sermon titles. <laughs> challenge accepted. Any old bush will do. That's what, uh, that's, what, uh, that's what Jacob said on his wedding night when he realized it was <laughs> Leah instead of Rachel. <laughs> Sorry. That's awful. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just any old bus will do. So good. <laughs> oh, so okay. Good. Assuming good. anyone still supports this podcast after that opener, <laughs> <laughs> we have some new patrons. We have Zach, friend of the podcast, faithful listener, also willing to answer my. DMs with random questions all the time, (laughs) which is nice. Zach's my friend. Um, And then Eli. I don't know who Eli is. Do you know Eli? Mm, I think I've interacted with him on on Twitter before. Okay. Anyways, thanks, guys. So appreciative of your support. Um, I... Because where else are you going to get inappropriate <laughs> sermon titles? <laughs> Literally nowhere form? else. Nowhere else. Um, you know we love our patrons, but uh, one friend of the podcast has taken their support to the next level. And that's Laura. <laughs> our Canada Bureau Chief. Is that what you called her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she messaged me through Instagram a couple weeks ago and asked if she could send me something, if she could have my address to send me something. Um, of course. <laughs> Why would I say no to that? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so <laughs> I got home from the beach and there was a package from her. And first of all, it was addressed to not just Casey Haas, but the legendary Casey Haas. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so I open it up and it's a small letter board 
I don't know why I'm so snarky about letter boards. I have nothing really against them, except that there's like a whole brand of people on Instagram who basically only post pictures of themselves holding up a letter board saying something instead of just writing a caption. Anyway, she sent me a letter board. It was so fun. So, okay, if you don't (laughs) post it, if you don't send me a picture that I can post on the FSBT account of yourself holding a letter board with don't eat that pussy. You're a coward. I'll do it. You know I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will take a shower, bull dry my hair, and put makeup on just to take that picture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I opened it. We had just got back from the beach. I let it sit on the counter until I got the kids to bed. And then I was going to put it together and put fun, sexy Bible time on it and take a picture and send it to her. And then I opened it. And she had already opened it and used spare letters to put hero <laughs> on the letter board, which was so perfect. And it's sitting on my dresser now. I have a letter board on my dresser that says hero. And it just reminds me every day <laughs> that there's at least some people out there who appreciate my contribution. Because <laughs> you, know, you know who doesn't, and that's my kids. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, what's the chicken nugget situation? <laughs> are, are you stocked on chicken nuggets? Oh yeah, we're always stocked. We, we don't we don't care about the, uh, the the meal you made from scratch. We just want the chicken nuggets. I love making meals from scratch, but not in the middle of the day. Come on, you guys! It's every man for himself at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> Hero. Hero. Yes. Hero. Casey Thank you Huss. so much for that Hero. gift, Laura. It was it made my day. Now I must remain vigilant for the rest of the episode to make sure your ego does not rage <laughs> out of control. No, see that you don't have to do that because I have four kids who as soon as I get home will immediately remind me of my station in life. There's no danger here. <laughs> <laughs> it's but a brief escape. Oh, man, isn't that the truth? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. So, uh, hard left turn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, we had tried to figure out if we wanted to talk about Jared Wilson's suicide on the show. And it's not it's not normally like us to talk about something super heavy. Um. I mean, we've obviously hit on a lot of serious things and had serious conversations, but this isn't just serious. It's, like, so heavy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Do you want to kick well, this off? Or? We kind of batted around the idea of maybe doing a show last week, and mm-hmm. it was, like, we it was still pretty fresh. and I was gone. So you yeah. were going to maybe do something with Kendra. And I just, I didn't really, like, I just needed to sit with that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't ready to talk about it. And it's not because we knew him on a personal level. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, the Christian Twitter community is sort of insular. And yeah. You, you feel the shockwaves when something like that happens. Right. Um, so I think we're ready to talk about it a little bit. And we're not, not going to, you know, forget what this podcast is about. But... Right. It's also something that we can process for a few minutes. Yeah. 
So I think the thing that was just most confusing and still is confusing to me is that he was so outspoken about his struggles. Like he started a ministry specifically geared toward Christian mental health and suicide prevention. So like in my mind, which I have to just say, like, I don't have this experience, so I don't want to paint a picture like I do. But in my mind, it seems like because of all of that outspokenness and everything that there should have been no shame for him to just come out and say, I'm seriously considering ending my life, you know, like it, like what, what, what stopped that from happening? What, why still did he not feel that he could tell someone and obviously, we don't know the whole, like, the situation surrounding it, like, um, how fast it happened just to try and be, you know, whatever. But also, <laughs> something that's really, really bothered me is that he preached the funeral of someone that, that day who had committed suicide. And, of course, everything is, like, hindsight is, obviously, you don't have it till you have it. But it feels like that's so unwise to have someone who has this very real struggle to have to stand up and talk about someone who had taken their life, a Christian, and so then have to say that the words that are true, like she's free from her suffering and pain, but for someone who's still living with depression to have to like like you're confronting that and like you you desire to be free from your own suffering right mm-hmm. so then it's just like in your face oh this person's now free from the things that are weighing so much on me for years mm-hmm. so it just really bothered me it's like i, f- I feel like that was he was i mean I don't know if I'm in a position to say this, but I feel like that was like just not caring well for him as a, as a person who was so honest about those struggles to put him in that position, you know? Mm -hmm. Also just, I, I don't, I don't know if it's wise for admittedly depressed and suicidal people to have such a big platform. And it's not because they shouldn't be able to influence people. It's not because they're like unqualified or that their experience discounts them. But there's, I feel like even the most healthy people are going to struggle with like performing when they're put on a platform, right? Yeah. Even, even the most like even keeled, just there, it's, there's just, the performance aspect of being in front of people that I don't know how you get around that. Well, and we talk about this in other ways too. You were just, before we went on, you were talking about the transformed wife about mm-hmm. how, how her content has changed now mm-hmm. that she has a bigger audience. Right. And that's, that's apples to oranges, but it's, it's, it's still applicable because when you, when you do develop an audience that is always, that, that affects you, even if you try for it not to, that does affect you of, how will my aud- how will my bigger audience now react to this new thing I'm thinking about putting out there? Right. And also the 
When you're constantly being told how inspiring you are or how much you're helping people, that actually becomes a burden, right? Because then you feel like if you stop, like if you are get to the point where you're unable to keep it up, like then you're letting people down. Sure. So I think that, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. Something also, uh, he has two, two small kids. I think they're about, I thought they were a little bit older. I think they're only like four and two years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I went on his wife's Instagram and she had shared something from their pastor's wife where the pastor was over at their house playing with their older son. And she had this caption, not, not, not Jared's wife, the other pastor's wife, God's got something special for this little guy. And I just immediately cringed. I'm like, don't put that on a four-year-old. Like, I, I understand like that we want to like speak truth over the whole situation and like God will be faithful to these kids. And I totally believe that, but that is an absolute burden to tell a child God has something amazing for you when you're in the midst of just an unimaginable trauma. So, because then like, I mean, he's not old enough to process it, but if he's surrounded by people who are like, at putting that it's it's like you 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 grow up feeling like you have to fulfill that prophecy right yeah so i just i want so i I understand that like jared and julie were very like they just have a huge following which is fine and i don't it's not necessarily that i think these kids should be like have a different life i think probably the best thing for them is to be around all their same people and but Man, just keep <laughs> it's hard when so many people know you and know your experiences. I I understand that like the tiniest bit from when my dad lost his church when like it's like everybody looks at you through that filter instead of just seeing you for who you are. Mhm. So Yeah, I've talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um I I just I could really could not get over just feelings of anger when mm-hmm. when I heard about it because I mean I, I this is not something I'm just shooting from the hip on I, I do have a background in mental health so this mm-hmm. is one of the actually one of the things I, I feel like I can speak on to some degree mm-hmm. from from a place of knowledge that and it's not to you know it's not to dump on Jared I mean if you want to look at social exchange theory or, or any framework like that, that in the, in the moment of that darkness, taking his own life was the logical thing. Right. And I mean, if outside of that moment, of course it wasn't, it was the biggest mistake you could possibly make, but right inside that moment, it seemed logical. And I, I, I believe that. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that makes me hurt for him, but also anger. Like, you know, dude, like you just effed up these kids for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And I, when, when we're kind of processing through it, I mean, I think it's okay to talk about, 
in eulogizing him of, you know, he was overall a, a good man, did a lot of good things, but man, as a church, let's not shrink away from the horror that he mm-hmm. unleashed. Like yeah. let's, let's yeah. confront that right. for the people who are still here of like, no, this was not part of God's plan. This was not an inevitability. Like, like right. let's just embrace the horror that these kids are not going to be okay for a long time yep. or ever. They're not going to be the same ever. Right. Right. Um, and I, I do believe in healing and, and God can meet people and restore them. But I mean, right. But it's going to be, a, it's going to be work for them their whole life. That's going to yeah. be something that they have to show up for their whole life. And, and to even just move the, the topic off of Jared, um, you know, this is not a, big podcast, but it's, it's big enough where, you know, we can pretty confidently say that at least a few people listening to this are, are in similar places that Jared was in before he ended their life and, um, where he ended his life. Um, so I don't know, like if you're not to give the slogans and the 1-800 numbers and, and beat you over the head with that, but, um, you know, if, if that's you, just mm-hmm. if I could just speak to you and say, man, we're, we're pulling for you. Yeah. Yeah. We are, we are really pulling for you. And Absolutely. inside that moment of darkness where, you know, horrible things start to seem logical. Mm-hmm. Um, please, please just hear us that, that you are special. Mm-hmm. And even in that darkness, you matter and you matter to me and you matter to Casey. Yeah, Absolutely. And if it feels like nobody is, is there for you, listen, Casey and I can't be, you know, your doctor or, or your therapist, but right. you know, reach out, reach out to us. Like uh-huh. if, if you feel like you can't call the 1-800 number, you can send us a message and we yeah. will listen and we will help you find somebody that can help you. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, all jokes aside, we, we do care about you and, and not... Not because you listen to the podcast or you follow us or make us feel good about ourselves, but because you're our, our brother and our, or our sister and, right. and you matter. Yeah, definitely. I think that, um, yeah, I th- something about this whole thing was that it just highlighted the, the heaviness of everything all the time. Like everything is heavy. And I think that's why this podcast is enjoyable for people is because it's a break from that, you know, it's a break from just how, how much everything is and everything feels. I mean, it does for me. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Probably just to wrap it up, we don't have to keep going, but the absolute worst was just when I, you know, clicked the hashtag or whatever it was. And it was the, the top tweet was like, I just have to say this. It'll make people mad. It'll upset some people. And it was this whole note that some girl wrote about how he probably wasn't saved and blah, blah, blah. And then you go to her feed and it's like, Christians don't need to take pills. Um, the blood of Jesus can conquer mental illness and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why do we do that? Nobody is like standing outside of a, a, cancer office or whatever they're called a cancer hospital and being like you don't need this chemotherapy i mean some people are but for the most part christians believe in the power of medications 
in other ways. And I know that for some mental health, medication's not the answer, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong or that there aren't people out there who genuinely need it. And wow, Christians really need to just be quiet about some things, (sighs) especially in like this horribly heavy moment where someone has actually died. Like you actually don't need to share your opinion if it's a horrible opinion. (laughs) You can just be quiet. Something I struggle with all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. All right. I appreciate what you said to listeners. I think that's really kind and true and yeah. It's yeah. Things are so heavy and hard all the time. Well, thank you. And we will uh, seamlessly transition now. (laughs) There's literally no way to seamlessly transition back to funny things. (laughs) So we're not even going to try. We're just going to make that turn back (laughs) from the direction we just came from. The important thing for you and I and our listeners is do you want to do Covenant Spice reviews or tweet replies first? I want to do Covenant Spice reviews because I want you to take over for a few minutes. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Beat me to it. Okay. uh, This is the perfect segment because we just came off something very serious. So we are going to the very end of the spectrum of inappropriateness. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, I just pulled up CovenantSpice.com. Again, I don't, ever, I don't know if I've ever been on the site on my actual computer. Like I've <laughs> only been on it on my phone. Again, we're not we're we're not against. We love Covenant Spice. We just we think the reviews. <laughs> the rev, when you get repressed Christians leaving um, anonymous reviews for sex toys on a Christian sex toy website, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's very on brand for us. Yeah. So, I will. I will try to read all these. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how this goes. I might have to censor some of them okay. to some degree. This is for the product, the buddy, <laughs> the buddy toy friend. That's that's interesting. Okay. I'm I'm pulling these up. At, oh my! What is this? What is I gotta this? say, doesn't look comfortable. No, it doesn't. Oh my! Customer review. One review. It's a one-star review out of five. So I'm going to say things did not go well. The name of the review is Disaster. You have to describe what this is. You can't it's, just call it a buddy toy friend and expect people to know what that means. It looks like a. It looks like the the it, bolo. It literally the, looks like a zip tie. It looks like the bolo that the uh, that the elderly gentleman at the Southern Baptist Church wears on Bullet. Sunday nights. Uh, Yeah, kind of like a zip tie thing. (laughs) Disaster. My husband tried this twice. I like that he tried it twice, by the way. Good job, buddy. (laughs) My husband tried this twice, and it killed the mood both times. It was very uncomfortable for him, and it caught his scrotum. (laughs) (laughs) It also wasn't very comfortable for me. (laughs) Dude. Due to the white plastic part at the bottom. <laughs> oh, my. 
We will likely try, I have it pulled up. We will likely try a ring instead of this lasso. Well, remember, there is a ring on here somewhere that changed, that saved somebody's marriage. I, I love the codependent uh, tagline, though. We are absolutely blessed by this website, though. <laughs> That's not codependent. <laughs> Just so we're all aware that nobody gets their feelings hurt. We, we're blessed by this website. <laughs> okay. Um, let's let's move on to the Oh Yeah product. It's That's just called Oh Yeah? Oh Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it also does not look terribly comfortable. If I could describe this, it looks like a... Bumpy cucumber <laughs> attached to a chew toy oh for a toddler. <laughs> I'm not seeing it. It's not. It's not coming up for me. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, read That's it. Let's hear said. it. <laughs> a, bump, a bumpy cucumber. Okay. There's there's a lot of reviews. Most of them are pretty positive. Uh, this one was not, and it's really it's really quite lengthy. One star review. Title of the review is too tight and bulky. Oh my! <laughs> oh my! Um, so at first we were excited about this product. We've had very great experiences with the Oh Yeah products we've ordered in the past, so we thought we would take a chance on a new one. Oh, man. You? Um, <laughs> Why did you save this to read? You can't even get through it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here it is. Towards the middle. It's a really long review. Once it was on my husband, he looked nervous. <laughs> Oh, yeah. saying, it was, it. saying it was pretty tight. <laughs> then we found the vibrator itself to be too bulky between us. So we attempted to remove the ring and, oh dear, my poor <laughs> hubby. It took 10 minutes to ease it off with a lot of holding his breath in pain. <laughs> I'm going to say this was not what the product intended. He ended up having to get in the tub to use the water to ease it off. Oh, no. So, clearly, this impacted the whole experience. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> and all progression in this intimate encounter came to a screeching halt. I feel like she didn't need to tell us that. I think that that's kind of implied that common, your, your night was over. <laughs> common, common thread with these reviews. It's, it's a lot of information that... It's just extra. <laughs> Over, overall, though, I would strongly caution against ordering this item if your husband is of wider girth. <laughs> points to you, lady, for giving your husband some, throw, throwing him a, a bone, as it were. Yeah. Oh. It caused a lot of pain, and we won't be trying that again. Oh, my. It really does look like a bumpy cucumber. <laughs> We may have to run this entire segment through the uh, through the spousal approval process. <laughs> okay. All What's right. next? I, I have one more. Okay. And <laughs> 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 I 
this <laughs> this uh, this product it looks like a it looks like a black it looks like a black lung that like a medical school would use oh. to like show their what's it students. called. Well, funny you should say that. The name of this pro- product is the Clitorally Mind-Blowing Sauna Cruise. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen those. <laughs> On sale right now. Oh, my. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> um, um, wow. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it's on sale for only $129. Okay, I love this guy so much. I, I love him. I think he was me at age 24. <laughs> Five-star review. Title of the review, Great Investment. Go buy one. <laughs> <laughs> this was supposed to be a Valentine's Day present, but we had to try it early. My <laughs> wife and I are really young and excited. <laughs> I read the manual on... Oh, bless this guy's heart. He was homeschooled. (laughs) I read the manual online and put a blindfold on her. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Then he goes into a lot of detail about how it worked, which Uh I'll skip that part. A lot of detail. And then he says... (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe she orgasmed five times. Four times more than me, LOL. (laughs) Good product. <laughs> oh, oh I love, wow! I love this guy. I want to be. I want to. I just want to be a mentor to this kid. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't sound like he needs a mentor. No, he doesn't. Now that he discovered <laughs> He's got the, the, the Sona Cruise. <laughs> the Sona Cruise. It does kind of look like a black lung that they would show. Like a, it's a smoker's lung. <laughs> yeah, but you can get it in a different color, like pink. <laughs> <laughs> wow, some sex toys are really expensive. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make enough on this podcast to justify buying one from Covenant Spice. Unless we go to the budget friendly. <laughs> Which I love that they have that section. It's so Christian, right? Yeah. Yeah, for your uh, for those of you who are paying for this out of your Dave Ramsey envelopes. <laughs> The sex toy envelope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there we go. There's a uh, beautiful. We took a we took a hard left turn. Then some serious <laughs> matters. And then we took a hard right turn, all the way to the other side of the spectrum. Yes, I like the one that I sent you. I don't have it pulled up. The review I sent you, where she the lady was like, it was some sort of it was some sort of vibrate or something. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> it stopped working the second time, but obviously not because I was pushing too hard or something. Oh, my. And I was like, why is it obvious? She said, obviously. I'm like, okay, I think you're projecting a little. <laughs> okay. Uh, they all pale in comparison to the, to the classic, this cock ring saved my marriage. I know. That's so good. That's the gold standard. So good. All right, let's do some tweet replies. Do you have any? Because I I have some. 
Uh, I, I, I just have it to... It comes s- off douchebaggy when I do no, my own replies. No, it doesn't. Stop. Stop. No, it doesn't. It's, it doesn't, because I'm going to read your tweet first, and you're going to laugh at your own tweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm not a hero like you are. <laughs> well, um, so I have to say, I was reading through your feed last night, trying to figure out which tweets to look at replies, and I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't start all your tweets because you know it's just kind of weird. But wow, the I think my favorite one was the when you quote retweeted the marriage bed. What does your spouse do or say that is very sexy? <laughs> God's not dead, surely alive. And you did like the whole chorus. Man, that got me. I was laughing so hard. Okay, roaring like a lion. <laughs> All right, so you tweeted, when you think about it, Methuselah's wife saw a 900-year-old boner. <laughs> One of the few tweets I've put out recently that cost me a bunch of followers. People were, really? not, people were not feeling that one, but I got to say, it was worth it for every single one that I lost. Are you, come on, people. What are they? <laughs> They're new. They're new. <laughs> They, they came for the homeschool crew tweets. They didn't know what they were in for. This is true. That's a lot of people, though. Okay. We got one reply. There's nothing wrong with an antique organ. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Gordon says, you're always my unspoken prayer request at church. I like that one because it's sort of ambiguous. It's like, is he praying for me to continue or praying for me to stop? I don't know. I don't know. It's so good. Um, <laughs> Sharon, you may be overly optimistic about what a 900-year-old man is capable of. <laughs> so good. Man, I love that tweet. Okay. Um <laughs> Somebody said, Methuselah's wife didn't live 900 years. He got a new 20-year-old wife every 50 years. Man of God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sick burn, but it also doesn't change the tweet. Like, (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) She still saw the 900-year-old boner. (laughs) Oh, so good. Hold on. Okay. So then, uh, (laughs) you tweeted... Switching to my black bracelet. You have a picture of your WWJD bracelet. Is this real? Is that really your arm with the WWJD bracelet? Yeah. Also, what's the picture? What's going on behind it? The, the colored circles. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't have that one pulled up. <laughs> okay, my body converting the surge of holiness into kinetic energy, astral projecting into jars of clay concerts. <laughs> In exotic locales. I'm an evangelical thought leader. And a girl tweeted you deflecting sin-like, and then it was a Linda Carter Wonder Woman gif. And I just really like that because of how much you love with Linda Carter. She's she's beautiful. And I wanted to respond like you don't actually know that now he really has to fight temptation with you sending this gif. <laughs> Linda Carter is is stunningly beautiful in the Wonder Woman show. 
I know. I know. We've had this conversation before. And I've <laughs> talked with Kendra about this. It's it's almost like a loophole is when the person is actually really old in real life. Yeah, of course. That kind of that kind of makes it different. I mean, it, Paul Newman's it, dead, but I can still Google Google pictures of him from the seventies <laughs> and be like, wow. <laughs> A little different if it was the current Wonder Woman. Then I'd be like, oh, that's a little weird. But Yeah. I don't think I have any more tweet replies. My favorites were the 900-year-old boner replies, obviously. <laughs> okay, so I pulled up the What Would Jesus Do bracelet photo. It's a, uh, it's a homeschool. I'm not in my house right now. I'm at my dad's house, so I can't be sure. But that's a... Um, <laughs> I think that's a reading checklist that you okay. color in the you color in the circles when you okay. read a certain thing. Okay. We we bought that homeschool life. Oh yeah. Us. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't have any more. <laughs> okay, so the, the the one thing I wanted to uh throw out here was I bet Adam and Eve had some really nasty arguments post-fall. This is the one thing. <laughs> you know, somebody calls you legendary, and then all of a sudden you get real frisky on the show. The Canada Bureau Chief anoints you as legendary, and then... okay. No, no, no. Keep going. They because had some... When you, you've been married... I'm just happy that the word you said after nasty was arguments. <laughs> what do you mean? What did you think I was going to say? <laughs> Shut up. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear this hot take. Because when, you, when you've been married for a while, there's, there's always that one thing in your bag <laughs> that, like, is just for a common argument, you're not going to pull it out. But if it's if the argument gets nasty, like there's that one thing that you can go back to. Well, yeah, but you did this, and it's like the trump card. Like, and you know, as soon as you pull it out, like you know, it's going to make things worse, and you're going to have to apologize for it later. Do you have and an example? Have, oh yeah, definitely got an example. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, I'll go with with Adam and Eve. I'll, okay. I'll set it up that way. Okay. Because. I feel like after the fall, when things are getting rough, crops are failing, where, what are we going to eat? Uh, nobody else to talk to. Uh, you know, sun's killing each other. <laughs> thing, things going south. Um, I think Adam probably during an argument would come back, well, if you hadn't eaten the fruit. <laughs> and then Eve would come right back and then uh, like, oh, oh, yeah. The time that you tried to blame everything on me, this woman, <laughs> this woman you gave me. Is that what I am? This woman? And then I think she follows it up with... Uh, uh, <laughs> no, never mind. She probably cut off the sex right after that. Yeah, for like 50 years. <laughs> As we talked about in our last episode, time itself was, was bent. <laughs> So I just felt like that was like the, that was the ultimate. Well, if you hadn't eaten the apple, and then well, oh, right, uh, are we back to this, this, yeah. this woman, right. this woman. I mean, nobody else in the history of humanity has something that bad on their resume. <laughs> you ruined it for everybody from now until the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think it was worse for Eve too, because anytime like any of her daughters are having childbirth with no uh-huh. pain relief. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I mean <laughs> you don't think they were kind of cussing her out a little bit during childbirth of like, oh, <laughs> thanks, mom. <laughs> Oh, wow. I mean, just imagine having experienced the garden and then having getting kicked out. I don't know if my marriage could actually survive that. <laughs> it, yeah. I guess they didn't have much choice. They were the only two people. Yeah, I, must, I think things were still pretty good, though. <laughs> because think of just how alone they were. Like, they were, aside from their sociopathic son like there were there were no right annoying people around so mm-hmm. kind of an introvert's paradise that's true that's true yeah but yeah there's definitely things in in our marriage that that we can go back to if things get ugly enough mm. so you're in the target parking lot <laughs> <laughs> what gets thrown in your face <laughs> what gets thrown in my face yeah um, I'm not going to make you say anything bad that Kendra's ever done I'm just going to make you tell in yourself <laughs> let me see Let me. Th- I've, I've, I know mine like I know my trump cards that I would mm, pull out mm. um, she's, she's such a good wife she doesn't she doesn't usually <laughs> pull things from back that far it's it's i don't know i think i think if something is thrown in my face it's it's gonna be something fairly recent of, mm, okay you know i said i was gonna do this but i didn't okay or, okay um she's now that i think she's really a lot nicer <laughs> than i am that's the moral okay well the this is not surprising at all <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Danny and I really do that. We don't go back and not just, just because. Oh, I, just, I, I will not pretend. I will not shy away. I will, I will say my trump cards. <laughs> <laughs> what are your trump cards then? Um, like, uh, we have a history of her, like, violating man code in the marriage. I don't know what that means. Of 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 just like doing things, it's like oh okay uh, that that was a violation of of husband code. Like you you don't you don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't know what that means though. Like when you, I don't know. How can I explain this quickly? One time she had one time there was a light that was out in our bathroom. Okay. Like the there's something wrong with the switch, and I bought the part to fix it. And I really don't have an excuse. Like I just I just kept procrastinating about it. Uh huh. Uh huh. And didn't didn't fix it. And she had one of her girlfriends over, and <laughs> her girlfriend was like was fairly handy, I guess, and was like, "Oh, like I know how to do that. Like I can fix that." Oh, this is so good. And this is my favorite story ever. <laughs> And, um, Kendra had to call another girl to come do your job. No, 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 no. It's it's, it's even more detailed than that. Like, <laughs> it was like, oh, I can I can do that. And then the then the woman left, and like Kendra didn't say anything to me about it. And then the next time the woman was over, she was like, oh, like he still hasn't fixed that. Well, let me just do it. And then oh. starts rewiring our bathroom. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> So just a lot of like man code violations going on right here. And then at some point the woman 
realized she didn't know what she was doing and oh. had to call her husband oh, from, okay. the, from See, our yeah. bathroom. <laughs> so, like, not only am I getting dragged as incompetent, like, in front of this woman, but now, like, in front of her husband, too. Of like, wow, I'm over at Kendra's house and her husband just doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> so, can you help us? just this damn light. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I came home and I was like, oh, the light's fixed. And she was like, oh, yeah, by the way, so I was, I mean, it was, it was, it was not good. It was. <laughs> your, your pride was a little bit um, bruised. Oh, yeah, definitely. A t- tiny was bit. Devastated. <laughs> Danny's not super handy. So this wouldn't happen to us because I would try to fix it. And then if I couldn't fix it, we would get somebody else to fix it. <laughs> I enjoy taking things apart and trying to fix everything. He's just like, no. <laughs> it's, not well, that's his, what, it's not his thing. That's what... Um, I was kind of mad at myself because like, I, sh- I should have just done it. I'd already bought the part. Oh, I just yeah. Kept you were definitely off. mad at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> was I, I projecting? Can, I can go ahead and tell you that you were mostly just mad at yourself. <laughs> because you literally asked for it. <laughs> Stop blaming the victim here, Haas. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. I like that story. <laughs> and, uh, it came up like at three month intervals for about a year of. Oh, my. Like I would get upset about something and that would come out. And <laughs> she was like, how many times do I have to apologize for that? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I would have definitely not apologized more than once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a, well, I had a lot of like, I had a lot of really good lines about that. Of like, okay, all right, like, you know, as long as we're just letting people in here that have no idea what they're doing. Did you have her take the car apart while she was over here? Maybe oh, just let her goodness. bang around with a hammer on the engine block and see if she could fix anything. <laughs> I I am like a person who's I don't have a problem apologizing for when I am a jerk. But we had something come up a couple weeks ago where Danny thought I was going to do something. I thought he was going to do something. Neither of us did it. But it was, it was like, so logical that he was going to be the one that did it. Mm-hmm. It was just something that he always takes care of. It was a misunderstanding. So, like, I walked in the kitchen and I was like, I explain. I'm like, it didn't make sense that you would think I would do this, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, it's fine. I was like, no, no, no. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I'm telling you why you you thinking I was going to do this is ridiculous. <laughs> so how did I go over? It was fine. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm all now I'm all stirred up about the the bathroom. Oh, don't be extravagant. I'm going to go home and I'm going to take Just it apart. Find I something to, do this. to fix. I threatened to do this at the time. I didn't do it, but I still might. I, uh, you know who you should really be mad at is that other husband. <laughs> he should have been like, you know what? I don't feel comfortable going into another man's house oh. unless he asks me. Hey, if that had been Kendra, I would have 100% pumped the brakes on that. Of like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, does this, does this woman's husband know like what's going on right now? Like, hey, this is his house. Like, we don't need to be in there. Playing amateur electrician right now. <laughs> oh man! I would have I would have shut that down so fast. Like if it had been reversed. 
Yeah. But <laughs> I, I had threatened that I was going to take it apart and then put it back together just so I could be the one that fixed it. That's so mature. I know. Like, that's... <laughs> Like your wife takes the car oil ticket change and you're and you're like, what? And you just empty all the oil out and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh men, you guys are so good. <laughs> what would we do without you? Uh, she'd have to take the oil she'd have to take the van to get the oil changed because she doesn't know how to do that. I do that. That's what she'd have to do. <laughs> another thing if like the the man code thing of uh one time for my birthday uh we had a we had we used to have some neighbors where they were they 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 were kind of like gender role swapped a little bit like okay the, the husband did a lot of inside stuff and the woman did a lot of outside stuff okay so like the hosses got it <laughs> <laughs> and uh for my birthday we must have been like really poor at the time. Like for my birthday, I sniffed it out, thankfully, that she was going to have that woman come over and cut our yard for us. That, that, yeah, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> like that was somehow like that was going to be part of my birthday present. So I didn't have to cut the yard that week. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Like you're going to have like another woman come over and cut my yard? Like what? Man I feel code, like you, you need to work through some issues with accepting help from people. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, I'm just kind of getting that vibe. You just let somebody help you every now and then. If they're good at something, whether or not they're a man or a woman. Well, I mean, listen, do I not get partial credit for having you help me with this podcast? <laughs> does that Does that not give me any points at all? Yeah, you are a legend, in fact. I took a long, hard look around. I said, am I a legend at podcasting? No, I am not. Let me go out there. And who do I know who is a legend at podcasting? Casey Haas. And I promptly, That's exactly promptly how it went. ask you if you would be partners in this. And you said, how do I know that this is right? And I said... I laugh at women. <laughs> yes, you had to explain that to me. <laughs> That's exactly how it went. I had to mansplain that I laugh at women. <laughs> My experience was irrelevant. It's whatever you told me. <laughs> I really, so anyway, I really enjoy those marriage stories. I think they're fun. So anyway, to put a bow on this, uh, <laughs> I am insecure, and I apologize for nothing. <laughs> We're all insecure in our own ways, though. So you don't have to... Whatever. <laughs> You're insecure about getting help for things that you feel like you should be able to do on your own, even when you sit around and don't do them for months on end. It was a, it was a wheelhouse thing. <laughs> it was a wheelhouse. Like, everyone has their wheel. It wasn't even just about the kind of like gender role thing. It was, it was more of like a wheelhouse of... We all have things that we're good at and that we do and that's our thing. Uh-huh. And it's like if you bring somebody else into that wheelhouse and it was, and like, here, like, my spouse doesn't know what they're doing on this. Here, uh -huh. you do it for them. It's like, Do well, you wait know a about electricity, though? Yeah, I could have fixed it. I oh, just, okay. You just didn't. Yeah. I mean, Can I'm you not come fix the outlets in my bathroom? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh man, so good. The legendary Casey Haas. Oh, boy. <laughs>